0: Vote that would have recognized uh, recognized a position that Israel was taking within the UN. Uh, he did not vote against it, but he chose to abstain from it, which is pretty much uh, as big of a slap in the face as you could give at the time. Uh, so, we have now what is the second largest attack in israel since the uh since 2021 uh two major attacks within the same amount of years uh both happening under the biden administration go figure we get a historical middle east peace deal out of president trump the evil orange man that nobody wants uh wants in office because he's just destroying the world uh but uh Two years Within two years of uh, Biden being in charge of this country, we end up with uh, two massive attacks in Israel. Uh, this comes on the heels of another proof of fact that the Democrats are not in support of Israel as they have agreed to release $8 billion uh, of held funding for Iran, probably the sing- and i'm not even going to say probably absolutely the single biggest uh terrorist country in the world right now uh you know you you have uh you have these little terror groups like the Taliban and al-Qaeda running around in the deserts of of afghanistan stuff like that but uh the uh the iranians they are a they are a sovereign Terrorist state. That is that is what they do. Uh, They were responsible for things like they have they have. It has been confirmed that they have one of the largest uh, cyber terrorist networks built in uh, Iran. Yeah, go figure. Uh, Half the people in Iran can't get enough food to eat, but the government has one of the biggest cyber uh, cyber terrorism units uh, of any country in the world. Uh, so they released eight billion. Now let's let's talk about that for a second. Uh, you know, one of the big complaints that I always saw coming from the liberals is how we send four billion dollars a year in aid to Israel. Uh, four billion dollars. So let, let's put that in perspective. Uh, the uh, the government, well, the Pentagon particularly in its latest payment in aid to the Ukraine, accidentally overpaid by $6 billion. Uh, The accounting in the Pentagon is so bad that they can't account for an accidental overpayment of $6 billion. uh, One time, one time payment. And You know, this is we're talking 50% more than our biggest ally in the Middle East region of the world receives in financial aid in total from the U.S. Now, if you look at how much money we've already sent the Ukraine in response to a conflict that is being instigated by the West, being propagated and paid for by the by the Biden administration, not paid for, sorry, that's a very bad term, you're paying for it, <clears throat> but you are getting permission to send your tax dollars over to the Ukraine by the Biden administration. That's a better way to look at it. Uh, they have already paid the Ukraine in just the last year over 20, uh, no, 30, 30 years worth of foreign aid payments, uh, foreign aid that we have ever sent to Israel. 30 years 3 decades in 1 year uh, you know the the democrats have this uh they have this mo about them this emotional response to uh situations and and it's based on the idea of not really having a base set of beliefs or fundamentals or uh or policy or agenda principle they have a reactionary style of leadership where they will jump on a bandwagon for one trend and they will support it wholeheartedly until that is no longer the opinion of the people and then they no longer they no longer back it up and support it. Hell, when was the last time you heard the Democrats talk about Black Lives Matters? I mean, that was their thing during the Trump administration. That that was the future of America getting behind these people. When was the last time they mentioned it? They haven't because that's not, uh, that's not the social focus of the world right now. And so they no longer care. It doesn't mean anything to them, uh, you know. When they when they all showed up in uh, in solidarity and in at the Capitol wearing their their traditional African garbs, you know, taking a knee, doing all that stuff. If if this was a baseline, if this was a baseline position the Democrats in this country took and supported, why did they stop wearing those? Why did they stop taking a knee? They stopped doing all of that because it's no longer relevant. It's no longer socially relevant. It's no longer the hot hot topic, uh, you know, the hot button topic for their for their constituency and and the people that uh, follow them. So they don't talk about it. They don't want anything to do with it. Uh, they are known, particularly Biden, the. Quote unquote leader. We know he's not the one who's really in charge, but he is the figurehead of the Democratic Party right now. He's sitting in the White House. Uh, this man has a 50-year political career of basically just being a turncoat. The reason he's managed to last so long in politics is because he takes no position on anything. He supports whatever is popular at the, at the time. Remember, in 2008, he, uh, you know, before before it ended up in the in the Supreme Court, where they made a decision on whether uh, gay marriage was something that was constitutionally protected, uh, he came out and vocally took a stance against it. Him and Obama. Uh, he now Obama didn't officially say anything. Biden took the stance for him, but he said that him and the president were uh, were strongly in support of traditional marriage and then when the uh, supreme court came out with their decision what happened next rainbow lights lighting up the white house uh so you know that's that's their position you know in the in the 80s you couldn't find a more racist democrat than joe biden the crap that he that came out of his mouth talking about the jungleization of schools by uh by allowing uh by desegregation, uh, you know, talking about how you couldn't go in, how you can't even walk into a into a Seven Eleven without an Indian accent, you know, the whole if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, you know this This is the guy that uh, this is the guy that has historically been the the definition of turncoat politician. We're gonna be right back after this short break. Stick with us.
4: As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact
5: button and give us your thoughts. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in Northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms, and even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts. Not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by Invisbus on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit WarriorsRevolution.com. That's WarriorsRevolution.com.
0: All right, we are back and we are talking about the, uh, uh, the reactionary, uh, emotionally, uh, social justice, uh, identity driven actions and reactions of the Democrats. Um, you know, the, uh, the issue that's happening in Israel, the release of fundings to, uh, to Iran, those type of things. You know what? The 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 main reason the Democrats support that stuff it, it doesn't have it doesn't have anything to do with uh, with politics. It doesn't have anything to do with with. Sensible agenda and policy and and geopolitical uh, peace and 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 progress. Uh, it has to do with being anti-right. Uh, they they will take a stance against anything that the right supports, mainly for the sake, no more than the sake of basically being argumentative. Uh, so you know, Biden, look at look at what's happening on the southern border. They decided that the southern border was not a crisis. That everything that Trump said about the southern border was a lie. It wasn't a crisis. It wasn't a problem. Uh, you know, immigration isn't a problem. Stop being a xenophobe. Stop being a racist. Stop be. Stop hating on people just because because they're they're seeking a better life. Uh, here's here's the thing. Uh, in their. Uh, Reactionary response to that, not only did they stop the progress of the building of a security wall along the southern border, they turned around and sold all of the uh, Trump-era acquired uh, supplies and equipment for doing this. They, uh, They sold that stuff for pennies on the dollar uh not to make any money because the money didn't matter it was about spiting the right's opinion on illegal immigration uh now it's gotten so bad that they have decided to uh, uh this is what they claim they claim they uh that they are overturning 26 texas laws uh that are that have prevented them from being able to build a wall and now they're going to start building one again but uh, instead of using the uh, the billions of dollars worth of material that we already had that they then turned around and sold now they have to reacquire all of that supplies again uh, you know a, one of those reactionary type things just like oh we're going to shut down the Keystone Pipeline because we're a bunch of environmentalists uh, you know let, let me let me give you a a couple statistics on that the keystone pipeline moved more oil in one day than 6000 fully loaded tanker trucks you know that's uh that's what you're dealing with so you know we we don't want to we don't want to do the pipeline because if there's a potential leak it can cause a huge environmental hazard yet we'll put 6000 more oil burning diesel burning tire wearing parts breaking uh, exhaust you know exhaust guzzling trucks on the road to compensate for what one clean electricity driven pipeline could have moved and transported uh, yeah that's that's their solution um, you know so this this is the the they are, Kicking around the idea of of helping the environment by fighting wildfires by chopping down millions of acres of trees, you know that's that's their solutions. That's that's their that's their reactionary things to all of this type of stuff, uh, you know. But they're only going to do these things. They're only going to do these things if there's a profit to be made in it, and that's that's the thing about it, you know. When when the uh, Speaker of the House, you know he's he's passed away, and, and I'm not going to be disrespectful to the dead, but I am going to be disrespectful to the actions of them when they were living. Uh, when Harry Reid, when Harry Reid was the uh, the Speaker of the House, you know he gave he fired off a huge uh, a huge thing about how they had to uh, they had to put money into solar. They had to put money into renewable energy, that they needed to pass these referendums that would require uh, states and stuff like that to invest certain amounts of money into solar projects, renewable energy projects. And then it later turns out that his son was working, was 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 a consultant to a major solar panel manufacturer in China and on top of that they were heavily invested in this company you know that's that's the thing you know what what that equates to people that that equates to a quarterback being able to place a bet on his own game where he has direct influence over that game there's a reason that's illegal there's a reason why C-level management of a company is not allowed to buy and sell stock based on information that is not available to the public because they can directly influence the impact of the company that has a change on those things based on information that is not available to to the typical investor. That is illegal. That is insider trading. Yet we do not prevent the government from investing billions of dollars not only of their own personal money but taxpayer money into industries where they regulate where they have direct control over the direction that that industry takes we saw it with Proterra i talked about that a couple weeks ago the electric bus company that they were that they gave access to 8 billion dollars of your tax money to, uh, to this company to, to bloat the valuation of this company which shot their stock through the roof and then every major investor in that company sold their stock a week before the company filed bankruptcy so not only did we not get the products the infamous electric buses that were supposed to clean up our environment by by turning mass transit into into an electric driven system instead of a fuel driven system or or fossil fuel driven system and and i'm i hate that term fossil fuel but that's that's another story Uh, not only did they not not only did we not get these fantastic magical buses they spoke of, but eight billion dollars in taxpayer money disappeared why all the people who who boasted that company all the way up to the White House they actually spoke about it in press conferences and meetings walked away with millions of dollars you know and and they didn't even have their own money at risk they were they were spending your tax dollars to in inflate their their stock value you know we saw it with the pandemic we saw it with the pandemic we saw uh all of these laws being put in place all of these mandates being put in place all of these companies jumping on board saying you you know you want to keep your job you have to get vaccinated you want you want to do and and they uh they sweetened that deal by making that uh that that little jab Free to you, the term free, you know the government using the term free what what the government means is we 're going to pay for it by money that we take out of your pocket, uh, so you you 're not going to pay for it directly, but anyway they the they know that ninety percent of their supporters and their constituents don 't think that deep into the process, so all they hear is the word free and they 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 line up uh, so they they passed all these mandates. They passed all these EUAs, uh, emergency use authorizations, to put a product immediately on the market without testing or evaluation, made all these requirements all the way down to the company levels saying, hey, you know, if you want to go back to normal, you got to get this shot. Meanwhile, what was happening was that free shot that you were getting was costing our government $19.50 a dose. That's what the U.S. government was paying Pfizer and Moderna for these shots that you weren't paying for. The government doesn't make its own money. They make your money. They spend your money. So these companies were hugely, hugely profitable during that period of time. They made massive, you know, trillions of dollars. And turn that turn around and it turns out that Globally, because these are these are global companies; these are not just U.S. companies, but globally across the world. The average, uh, you know, vaccine supporting politician and world leader had an average investment of five million dollars in stock assets in these companies. That they were now using the government to mandate laws that were going to dump billions of dollars in profit into these companies. <clears throat> that's that's how that works uh that's the uh that's the pump and dump uh scam with proterra and that's the that's the government's position on spending your money this is what's going on in the ukraine the uh u s government has basically decided to fund uh all of these promises that NATO made. To the Ukraine, and they're saying, "Hey, here, here's billions of dollars that you can use to buy weapons to defend yourself with, and buy, buy all these things you need." Oh, and by the way, I know a company that you could buy those from. You could buy those from McDonald Douglas, and you could buy those from, uh, you know, all of these defense contractors that, that we we just happen to have millions of dollars in stock in. You know, we're going to give you U.S. taxpayer money to spend with companies, to make companies rich that we're invested in. Uh, These politicians own stock in Amazon. They own stock in Walmart. All of these major companies that during the pandemic, they didn't shut down. They didn't shut down these companies because, you know, for some reason, the mom and pop store that was selling apples and bananas on their shelves was not essential and needed to be closed. But Walmart, who was selling apples and bananas on their shelves, could stay open. So the little shop that only a few hundred people a week went to was a danger to spreading a virus, but the big giant Walmart that six thousand people a day walk through that that wasn 't a problem that 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 wasn't that wasn 't a risk that was okay um, you know that 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 didn 't spread the virus so they can stay open well it 's because they can't buy stock in the mom and pop corner store, but they can buy tons of stock in Walmart's and Amazons and uh online uh, suppliers and stuff like that. <clears throat> Everybody else you can't work. You you can't go to work because uh we need all your customers to go to the places where we make money. That's what that is. That's what that's what's happening. You know, and uh so, you know, back to the whole uh back to the whole 4 billion dollars a year that goes to uh goes to Israel that not only not only is a, comp- a country that has actually provided return for the U.S., uh, but has actually been, you know, they are our foothold in the Middle East. They are our access to that region of the world. They are our safe place. But we'll be back after this short message, and uh, we'll continue into that.
4: After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800
6: If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right
5: here on AM 1360.
4: I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm and have courage. And if there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace, it's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC.
5: As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even
0: basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives
7: up. Food and water are only the beginning.
0: Call the Rev at
5: 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343.
4: This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. 970 800 3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970 800
5: 3693.
0: All right, we are back, and uh, I am told that we have a caller on the line. Uh, are you with me?
6: Yes, sir. Chris from Utah, the window washer. Chris, I don't know if you recognize the name. I call him occasionally, and I listen to you folks out here. I appreciate you guys digging a little deeper than CNN or Fox does on the news. Oh yeah, we uh... you guys have a lot of you guys have a lot of hutzpah. Uh, so it was more uh, uh, the last host that was talking about Israel do you mind if I um shift the subject to that
0: oh no, no absolutely go right ahead that's I mean it's it's that's okay, what we're here about is uh, what's going on in the world today right. and that's a big deal so
6: so first of all paul made it clear that if you enter into the covenant of baptism you are now the seed of Abraham and literally the the tribes of one of the tribes of Israel I happen to know that I am literally a genetic descendant of one of the 12 tribes of Israel myself. So when we talk about Israel, I take it a little personally because I am Israel. And if you've been baptized, it doesn't matter if you are literally or only figuratively or spiritually descended from one of those tribes. You are literally entitled to all of the rights and privileges that God has promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their descendants. Now, as far as the state of Israel, I don't agree with anybody sending, being forced to send any money to any country. I don't care what it is. But uh, Israel seems to have this claim that since they're so holy and the God God's covenant of people, that we have this financial obligation to support them. And by the way, it's more than than four or six billion dollars a year, according to James Trafficant, who was a congressman. It was somewhere, and this is back in the '90s. It was somewhere between. 15 to 25 billion dollars a year and it's probably a lot more now so let me make my last point and i'll let you guys comment on it so if you read the book of leviticus chapter 28 in particular god promises his children the 12 tribes of israel of which judah is only one by the way the other 11 don't get any notice he promised them that land if they were righteous now i would suggest to you that uh, killing your your king, your God, your Creator, your Deliverer, Jesus Christ, would probably qualify as breaking the commandments and breaking the contract that Heavenly Father made with them that they would be entitled to stay in that land. Okay, now I'll let you comment
0: on that. No, that's actually that's actually a uh, a very good point. Um, the uh, you know, from I'm not as well versed in in the religious aspect and, and history of uh, of the Bible and of the land. I can only kind of generally speak from uh, from just a history standpoint, uh, like a physical history, and that I have spent a, a decent amount of time in Israel myself. Uh, you know, I I don't you know because you make you make a a really solid point uh and um, here's the thing. go ahead and make your I I I I could
6: talk for days on this subject. No, that's that's fine. I'm
0: listen? I'm all for it. I uh, I have a really unscripted show here, so uh, you know, I would I would enjoy talking about this. Um my uh Great. my Bye. thing is is like so I was I was in Israel uh during 20, uh, in 2006 when uh when Hezbollah had kidnapped a couple soldiers and uh and there was about 10,000 uh, Qassam rockets fired out of the uh, Gaza Strip into uh, Jewish villages along that region of uh, mainland Israel and I uh you know the i i get a lot of uh, yeah. i got a perspective i spent a significant amount of time in the uh, in the west bank and in regions that were palestinian occupied and uh it was it was interesting because the you know both of these both of these sides both the israelis and you know people like the plo and stuff they 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 claim that they have you know from their each own religious aspects that they have the the backing of the Lord in the actions that they take, and I really like what you're bringing up here because i you know that's kind of a you know like a a perversion of the i of the of the fundamentalism of it and and the use of it as a form of entitlement in the in like you said, the dem- almost demanding because, you know, we are the protectors of the Holy Land and you are obligated to support us for what we do. And so I think that's actually a very impressive perspective that you have on it.
6: Well, and let me add to that. I mean, again, if, if they are really the Lord's chosen people, they would have accepted him. Now, I understand that was 2,000 years ago that Jesus was crucified by the Jews. For the most part, Jews don't accept Jesus. They hate him. They literally despise. They won't allow people to utter the very word Jesus Christ in their presence. They are so vitriolic and hateful against him. Now, if they really want that land, they have to comply with the conditions, and one of those conditions is to accept their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in town, unless they do that, they're always going to have problems, Pac-Man. Yeah. And And this idea, let me just have one more point, and you can... So this idea, again, there were 12 tribes. Uh, there's a tribe of Joseph, there's a tribe of uh, Naphtali, Dan, Gab, L- Levi. I can go through all 12 if I had time. I won't. Where where have those 11 tribes besides Judah gone? We act like they've been abducted by aliens and they no longer exist. Can I suggest that they exist probably in greater populations than the Jews today? Are they running around saying, hey, I'm of the tribe of Dan, I'm of the tribe of Joseph, I'm of the tribe of Nazareth, give me my, your money, You're, I'm entitled to land in Israel? No. It's because they probably don't know, first of all, that they're of that tribe, but they exist. They didn't disappear, God so knows where they are. Um, I'm of the tribe of Joseph, for example. I happen to know that, and you disagree, because I received that information through a spiritual blessing, but... This idea of, of us as Christians, and my mother is one of these, an evangelical Christian, having this sense of entitlement, oh, we've got to, whatever the Jews do, it has to be right. However many innocent Palestinian children they kill, we have to, to justify them in doing that because that's their land. Well, if they really want to take claim to the land, they have to satisfy the conditions that are predicated, uh, associated with them claiming that land, and one of those uh, conditions are to to keep the Ten Commandments, for example, and to accept their Savior. Anyway, I'll, I've been going on too long. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, so <laughs> let, me, let me ask you from a, uh, a non-religious aspect, just, a, just like a geopolitical aspect. Do you believe that uh, the Palestinians claim to the land?
6: I think the Palestinians are very...
0: Stay on the line with us. Hold that thought. We're going to go to a quick break.
6: Huh?
1: Hi, my name is Sam Cheshire. My wife, Lisa, and I own Build Design America in Longmont, Colorado. We've been in business for over 30 years, offering full-service flooring to northern Colorado. A few years ago, we started into Kibis Studios. We offer full-service kitchen and bath remodeling along with the design service. We're located in Longmont at 665 Frontage Road. Our phone number is 303-772-1202. And we also offer free design services. So give us a call, 303-772-1202.
4: As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts.
3: Any major disaster, especially weather-related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months?
7: Hey, folks, Larry Elder here. The rumors are true. KHNC listeners are loving Y-Refi. They're investing in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or to the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compounded, whatever you choose. And get this: there is no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. El Dorados, you gotta get in touch with Y Refi. I've met with them personally, and take it from me, the great Eldersky, they are trustworthy, honest, and you can earn a fixed rate of return up to 10.25%. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's invest the letter Y, then R E F Y dot or call. 888-YREFI24. Click on investyrefi.com or call 888-YREFI24. You will be glad you did.
0: All right, everybody. We are back. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. Are you still with us, Chris?
6: Yes, sir. I okay. am. Pac-Man. Yep. Sorry. Sorry about talk, that cutoff
0: there. Uh, you know, we got to get some advertising in there every once in a while. So, uh, so I, I had asked you before the break. I said, just from a, uh, you know, from. A non-religious aspect, just from a a political aspect, or I guess it could be from a religious aspect, Um, how, how valid do you believe that the Palestinians' claim on the land is?
6: Look, I will admit, the Palestinian Authority, the Hezbollah, they're for the most part, they're rogue thugs. I mean, they only understand politics of violence. And that's basically the way Muslims have lived for now these uh, thirteen hundred years. And I do not endorse violence as a means to political ends. That's called terrorism. Yeah. So I agree what the Palestinians are doing for the most part. But you have to remember, Pac Man, they have no representation in the mainstream media. Even here in America, all of the the mainstream media outlets are owned by
0: Jewish people.
6: I mean, even Christians don't have representation. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yes, yeah, so I can one hundred percent agree with that.
6: So. So you have to understand from that perspective, it is the Palestinians' land. It has been for almost 1,900 years. You have to recognize that. In the mid-1940s, the Jews came in, and, and they told the world, the U.N., hey, this is our land. Uh, God is our real estate agent. He gave it to us, you know, some 5,000 years ago, and we're going to claim it now. Well, yeah, he did give it to you some 5,000 years ago. But the, the, Again, to reemphasize this point, it was predicated on them being righteous. And inasmuch as they are not righteous, God will not give you protection. That's why they're having so many problems with the Palestinians. Well
0: because and the and the influx the influx of the majority of uh because you know, most of the most of the Jewish people were spread around the world, the influx of them into uh Back into Israel under the claim of this being our our holy God given land didn't actually start happening until the early seventies when Ariel Sharon took to power and said, "This is your home. We're calling you all back." And so, the you're right in the in the fact that they you know I mean other than just maybe the short a short sixty years, uh, have they actually been in a you know, the dominant power in that region of the world to begin with. Um, the Palestinian namesake itself came in 73 AD, uh, when Emperor Hadrian, uh, Herodian, sorry, uh, squashed the, uh, first Jewish revolt and invaded the town of Jerusalem and renamed it Palestine and renamed the citizens of the land as Palestinians. So I mean, wow. yeah, you're you're talking nineteen hundred, almost two thousand years, uh, that that the people that that namesake had been in that region of the world.
6: Yeah, that's a bit of history that I wasn't even familiar with. I know that the the Israel was besieged uh, in seventy A.D., and I think, like you said, it took about three more years for them to finally accomplish their objective under Hadrian. But then. And I sympathize with the Jews. I want them to return to their homeland. I believe that they are entitled to it, but under certain conditions. And unfortunately, one of those conditions is that they have to accept their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He, he was, after all, referred to as the King of the Jews. Yeah. In fact, the Romans put that placard above his head, uh, uh, unbeknownst to the Jews. They didn't want but that was for public record. And they themselves said, let his blood be upon our heads and upon our children's heads forever. When they demanded that he be crucified, so I do sympathize with the Jews, but it's going to be a miracle for them to convert to Christianity because of their ancestral hatred. For two thousand years, they've hated Jesus Christ, even the mention of his name in their homes.
0: Yeah, the uh, and, uh, you know when I when yeah. I was there, I spent a lot of time with the with the five uh, with the five major uh, Christian patriarchies that are in Jerusalem and. There was a very, very uh, uneasy tension. You know, they didn't. They weren't outright. Uh, you know, they weren't outright hostile to each other, but there, there was a pretty uneasy tension between uh, the way that the uh, that the Jewish uh, the Jewish rabbis and religious uh, heads in that area were towards the Christian patriarchy. So you're right, they have a very, very deep-seated and long, long history of, of, uh, of animosity towards Christ.
6: Yep, and um, that, that's the only way. That is an obstacle over which they will have to find out how to move over in order for them to ever accomplish it, because the Lord cannot. The, the Lord is bound. When we do what he says, when we keep his commandments, I mean, he just doesn't arbitrarily bless us. He blesses because he is bound to bless us. If we keep the law, then he is obligated to administer the blessing. And there's no way he can make an exception to that rule, even if it's with the Jews who are supposed to be his covenant people. So I don't know what to tell them. They're always going to struggle with the Palestinians and tell them unless they come to grips with what the conditions are to inhabit that land
0: yeah and and they and there's clearly you know the uh the the physical reaction or you know we're clearly not going to see a solution to this problem at the end of a gun and that yeah. and that uh um, and, and they, they, they believe can. they believe that they are righteously pulling that trigger. Um, we are going to go to another short break. We will be right back after this. Stick with us, Chris. We only have a short segment left, but I'd love to have you on.
2: And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom. A-H-E-E-B, like boy, O, then continue with the word T, and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com, or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com.
0: Oh, All right, we are back. We have only got about three or four minutes left uh, in today's show. Are you still with us, Chris? Yes. Sir.
6: Thank All
0: you right. Um, me over. You know the the in in kind of a regards to 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 what you've been saying. It was it's, it just it reminded me. Um, I was in uh, when I was in Bethlehem, which Bethlehem is the home of the largest uh, population of Palestinian Christians. In the world, there's over thirty thousand of them in the in that in that particular area. Um, I was speaking with some of them, and they actually said stuff that was very much along your sentiment because I had asked a few of them what they felt was the driving force between their conflict, and they and they pretty much unanimously agreed that it was that uh, that they were not acting within within the the covenant of their. Uh, You know, like what you had mentioned, they were not acting within their agreements with the Lord. They were acting, they were acting and reacting, uh, for self, for self-driven purposes. Uh, and, uh, you know, this side reacted, would, would, do something in reaction to self motivations, not, not what, what the, what the Lord called of them. And this side over here would then react in the same manner to the point where you just had this endless cycle of violence being chosen instead of in actions, instead of honoring their promises and their agreements with the Lord. And uh, that, and it's it's very interesting. You know, I hadn't really thought about it until you explained things in that way. Uh, that 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 was kind of what the Palestinian Christians that I had been speaking to were actually getting at.
6: Yeah, and in a lot of ways, the Palestinian Christians are much more righteous and closer to God than their Jewish counterparts. And I, and it's not that I'm anti-Semitic. I've got Jewish friends, and I love them dearly. They're both Christians, however which proves that it can be done. But the ironic thing, uh, Pac-Man, is I've got family members who would rather see Jews kill innocent Christian Palestinians to assert their Jewish authority because they literally believe in their heart of hearts. And they've been told this by preachers, the likes of, um, I don't know if you're familiar with John Hagee, uh, Joel Osteen, Kenneth Copeland. Oh, yeah. These are Christians. Oh, these are big, mega-church Christian ministers that say, Oh, no, the Jews, they are saved by the original covenant. Baloney! The original covenant was given by Jesus Christ, the God of the Old Testament. And he fulfilled um, the New Testament in the meridian of time, when he came as their Savior, and they rejected him.
0: Yes, sir. Hey, Chris, thank you for joining us. Our show is coming to an end, so uh, you have a wonderful day, and God bless. You too, thank you.
4: A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer. A lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at nine seven zero five eight seven five zero zero three. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at nine seven zero five eight seven five zero zero three or 1360 KHNC dot com. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.
2: The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely...